Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Maui. I missed you guys. I know a lot of y'all are probably going to get the notification to y'all phones right now that it's a new podcast episode. And you're like, finally, damn, bitch, what has took so long? But, girl, you know I'm pregnant? God damn, give me some grace. Sheesh. Y'all know I'm pregnant and I'll be tired. So, just a little recap of what's been going on me as usual. As I went back to school, um, he was doing virtual for a little while. Then freaking me and his eye caught COVID, which was freaking maybe three days long. It actually wasn't that bad. Not to just downplay it, play it in my heart and my love goes out to anybody who experienced it. And they had a really, really bad case. But I'm just got grateful that God protected me and my family, especially with my doctors continuously scaring me every appointment saying that pregnant woman cases are extremely more severe and they, they can die if they catch cold like they really scare you at the hospital it's terrible and I really had a sore throat and congestion like I didn't have fever chills or none of those other things it was just sore throat congestion and as I just had a fever for one day and was perfectly fine back to um playing Fortnite. so make sure y'all masking up and y'all socially distancing and staying away from each other and Clean y'all houses and y'all baseboards, child. Clean your house up. Sanitize your house. And for me, I actually don't go nowhere, but the only place I went that week was to my doctor's appointment. So I probably got it in the hospital. So another thing is I had my baby shower last weekend. I want to thank everybody who has been going to my bio, to my P.O. box and ordering stuff for the baby. Um, the, When I tell you, my daughter does not need anything else. Another thing is, I know I let you guys know after I had the baby shower and I'm having a girl. Per usual, God gives me exactly what I want. Am I surprised? No, because I know that my life is just um, me manifesting everything that he wants for me and putting in the work so that I can receive it. And me and my blessings halfway. Um, I feel like that's the biggest one of the biggest things of creating a life that you want for yourself is meeting God halfway when you ask for something. Um, yeah, so I had my baby shower. My baby shower was wonderful. Um, I I felt so good being around, being surrounded by so much love, by so many people that care about me, that love me, watching them have fun, eat food, drink. And even though I did not want a baby shower because, you know, I'm so socially awkward, like I don't like being around a whole bunch of people. I don't like the attention on me. I was so grateful that I had it. And I also want to thank you to everybody that has been sending um, gifts for the baby to um, my P.O. box. I went to the P.O. box yesterday. It was just so much stuff. Like, it's not, it's not anything that she needs. At this point, I need to make a registry for myself because I'm the baby. Um, I think that I'm going to make a registry for myself for everything that I want for pushing a baby out eight years later okay I think that that deserves some sort of reward so yes look out for my registry for what Maui needs for pushing a baby out 
Okay. Because I'm the baby. So today's topic on this beautiful Saturday where it is snowing so hard in Philadelphia, where we are snowed in, where your packages will be a little bit delayed, girl, because I ain't going out there to drop no packages off at the post office. Shit. Today's topic is, girl, I don't feel like loving myself because it's lonely, okay? <laughs> I feel like so many of you message me about trying to be on a self-love journey or trying to love yourself and it's lonely, it's boring, it's this, I don't want to do it. Who said it was going to be fun? And I feel like this generation with social media, with it being so, like, with self-love being so glorified, Instagram makes you feel like self-love is just this beautiful, miraculous thing that's so enjoyable. And it, it is when you get to that point, but in the beginning, the shit is lonely. Like, you don't understand it, you don't get it. You feel isolated, you feel bored, you don't feel loved. Like, there's so many things that go into it. And I just feel like you need to figure out where you fit. Where you fit in the world of you trying to love yourself and doing what's best and most comfortable for you. Not what you see on, just because I like to take myself out the brunch and I like to go to Marshalls. That may not be your thing. You might like to just do yoga or go ride your bike or clean or knit. You find it what works for you, but don't be afraid to try some new things and figure out exactly what it is that makes you fit or makes you happy or makes you feel satisfied. Like I said, like um, on the last podcast episode that I did with my boyfriend, when he was talking about what does a typical self-care day look like for him? Most of the time, his self-care days is really keeping his stress level low, his stress levels low. He doesn't really do anything that is... That makes me feel like, let me not bother him. He's self-caring. No. Self-care to him is he got to go out for breakfast or have a good breakfast. He got to go for a walk. He may, we might go out to dinner. And mind you, when he goes out to breakfast, sometimes it's, a, it's a by himself. It's alone. He goes out to dinner. And if he could relax on a couch and watch TV and watch his shows, then he had a successful self-care day. It wasn't going to hang out with his boys, going to the mall and buying some new sneaks or nothing like that or... Going to another city, even though we do like to go to other cities and um, go out to eat. If we plan on having a self-care weekend, we'll we'll drive to Baltimore somewhere, eat at our favorite restaurant, and sit in a hotel all weekend not doing nothing. But you know, social media makes you feel like you need to be going to Paris, and you need to be in a five-star hotel alone by yourself, drinking mimosas, taking pictures. Let me tell you, this journey, it will be lonely, and but it will be worth it. Um... That time that you take for yourself, that's that time when you take to just figure some shit out for you to be able to see everybody around you clearly, for you to see yourself clearly, for you to be able to focus on exactly what you want, where you want to go, what you want to be. I feel like it's so needed. And if it was easy, then everybody would be doing it. And let me tell you one thing. Whatever it is that you need to heal with inside of yourself or whatever it is that you need to work on when you are by yourself and you loving yourself and you doing it the way you're supposed to do, it ain't going to be no running from or trying to escape what, what needs to be addressed. So those lonely nights, two in the morning when you don't feel like loving yourself and you call Jerome over so that he could hump on you and beat your vagina up like a bass drum. 
you will still have to wake up that morning, that next morning and be feeling alone. Everything that needs to be addressed will continue to be resurfaced until you address it. And to the people like we was on live the other day and people was like saying like, oh, what if, what if I only want sex and stuff like that? That's fine. And that's cool. And we was talking about properly dating. So we could also address that too, because on the live the other day, I was telling, I said, um, if you want to go, ha- if you want to go have sex, go have sex. And somebody said, well, that's very contradicting to what you say in your episodes. And I said, well, I can I can understand how it's, how it seems that way. But majority of the time when I'm talking to you guys about not having sex and properly dating, this is for the women who are dating with intentions, who want to be in healthy relationships. But I'm quite aware that it's some people that don't want none of that shit right now. Like they don't want to be in a relationship. They don't want to love nobody. They want to have sex. And that's what it is. Um, but also tapping into why do I only want sex? Who has got me into a place where I just want to be satisfied sexually and I don't want no parts of, is it disappointment from people? Is it lack of interest, lack of options? Is it feeling like you'll never find what you're looking for? Are you going to keep going back to the same person over and over and you don't want to lead nobody on? I feel like it's about tapping into exactly why all you want to do is just be having sex. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, but again, at that moment, I was addressing those people who are breaking up with their boyfriends for a month and their boyfriends think that they're going to be in the house sad and crying. Girl, go have fun. Go do what you're going to do because that's exactly what he's going to do. If you want to cry and be sad, go ahead and cry and be sad. But don't be in the house afraid to do what you want to do because he could come back at any time and you don't know and Girl, stop living your life based around him coming back to you after he keeps leaving you. You allowing somebody to keep walking in and out of the, your life, break up with you every time they mad, every time they need space, every time things not going right. And you sit in the house, you cry, you depressed. Come on. Like, go to the bar. Like, go ice skating. Go have a drink with your girlfriends. Go get your nails done. Stop allowing people to just have you moping around and being sad. Go live your life. Stop allowing people to to have this remote and put your life on pause anytime they feel like it. Have you sitting around waiting for them? Go to the gym. Like, God damn. Anyways. Now that I got that off my chest too. Back to this lonely ass journey of you loving yourself and you trying to figure out exactly what it is that makes you happy. Don't be afraid to try some new things. Don't be afraid to make some new friends. Don't be afraid to cut some people off. Let me tell y'all. You might be growing and working on yourself or maybe you just seeing things for what they is. Some people just don't be compatible with you no more. Some people conversations don't be on the same page as you no more. Sometimes we having conversations with people and it's just not comfortable because it always seems like we bragging because things are going good for us. Listen, I'm very mindful to the co- about the conversations that I'm having with people, the things that I'm saying, how I feel when I'm talking to these people, how these people make me feel. And I could feel the energy. I could feel when things is genuine. I could feel who really has love for me. Don't turn a blind eye to the things that you being alone might start to reveal for you, reveal to you. Also, don't start looking down on people during your self-love journey when you see people not loving themselves because everybody's journey is different. You on your journey and you loving yourself and you doing good and I love that for treat for you. But last month, your ass ain't love yourself and you was getting treated wrong and that man was coming over your house every night, eating your food, humping on you and didn't give two goddamn Fs about your ass. 
So for you to be walking around here all high and mighty, judging your friends and saying, oh, they don't respect themselves, neither did you. So what are we really talking about here? Because my thing is, when you loving yourself and you working on you, ain't no room for ego. So to those of you who try to walk around like you all high and mighty and you better than everybody else, and yes, it's self-care Sunday, I don't need a man and I don't need people, I don't need company, I enjoy my own, okay, that's fine, but everybody's not there yet. Everybody's not at that place. And it's also for you not to be forcing it on other people either. It's for you to worry about your goddamn self. You work on you. You work on growing. You work on flourishing. And in return, you shall inspire others by, to do the same unconsciously by you worrying about yourself. It's too many people worried about what everybody else got going on or how they should do this or how they should do that. Don't be walking around telling your friends that they need to listen to my podcast or they need to read this book. If you want to recommend it, they'll recommend it and tell them to use the code unlearn 20 for free shipping. Okay. If you want to tell them to buy any of my books, but you can't force them on a journey that they don't want to be on. Y'all message me all the time. Maui, how do I get my girlfriend to break up with this guy? That's not good for her. Mind your business. Because just because you love somebody so much and you want them to love themselves the same way doesn't mean that they will. It doesn't mean that they do. I feel like that's, that's our biggest problem sometimes. We love the people around us so much that we don't want them to settle. We don't want them to be treated wrong. We act so oblivious as to how the fuck could she be allowing him to treat her like this? But we've been in the same freaking spot. You've been in a, you've been in a spot where I could have looked at you and said the exact same thing about you. But we look at other people and say, oh, that could never be me. Why? Because your demons is a little bit, a little bit watered down than theirs. You feel like yours isn't as bad. Like we all battling and experiencing and staying too long in different types of scenarios. Nobody is better than the next person. We all done settled. We all done compromised. We all done stayed too long. We all done forgave too quick. We all done settled. We all done lowered our worth. We all done, we did all of that. Come on. The things that you're willing to tolerate and accept is a reflection of how you personally feel about yourself and what you feel like you are deserving of and how much you love yourself. Because if you loved yourself a little bit more, your boundaries will be different. Your tolerance will be different. The things that you will be willing to accept from other people in ways that they will allow, you allow them to treat you will be completely different. So we can't sit around here on this high horse judging people because of the decisions that they make and talking about, I would never do that. You've, you ain't never do that specifically, but you've done some different shit that's just as bad. Okay? And if we looked at more people from a place of empathy... We would be like, damn, like you, you know what? I don't even know what she was going through inside to have her feeling like she's not worthy. But I, I empathize with that. I wouldn't personally do it, but damn, she must be feeling really low to be staying somewhere where she get treated so bad. Or this person must have really grew up in a, in a rough environment for them to be allowing somebody to talk to them this way and feel like it's okay. Understanding that all it all it took was a different upbringing for you to be in the exact same spot as this person. That's why I'm never going to judge nobody. Cause the cards the cards could have been played and dealt and shuffled a different way for me, and I, that could have been me too. That could have been me. I'm not judging nobody. I get it. I understand. We all fighting battles that people know nothing about, but people want to comment on and speak on. 
We all out here doing our best. Some a little bit better than others. Other people trying to figure it out and other people don't care. But I know we all out here trying to get somewhere. So before you go take your little raggedy ass judging people, go sit down, child. Please. And my New Year's was, resolution was to not curse this year. But I realized that you have to also be, be aware and pay atten- close, close attention to the qualities that other people bring out of you. I ain't curse all day. But then I get on here and I'm talking to y'all. And for whatever reason, y'all bringeth curse words out of me. So I'm trying to figure out who's really the problem. Because to me, it's really seeming like it's y'all. I said my New Year's resolution for 2022 is going to be not cursing. Yet here I am on the on the podcast with y'all today, feeling the need to curse. Because thinking about the stuff that y'all ask me every day stresses me out. And I realize that it brings me to a level that is not good for me. Okay? Y'all send me messages. Y'all send me questions. Y'all send me DMs while I'm on maternity leave. And I have kindly asked y'all to stop sending me all these Tyler Perry stories that y'all be sending me. And y'all do it anyway. Do I love y'all? Yes, I do. Um, Speaking of that, Instagram got this new feature. Let me address this while I'm here because y'all know I love you and it's always love. Instagram has this new feature where, because I get so many messages, I'm able to create popular questions in my messages that will send an automatic reply. So one of the questions is, am I doing confidential phone calls? And when you, when you click this question, an automatic reply says, hey, no, I'm not. Thank you so much for asking. I will start doing those again in the summertime. I'm currently enjoying my maternity leave. I have so many messages saying, oh, thank you so much because I really need help with my boyfriend is cheating on me. Or thank you so much for this reply because, you know, yesterday I caught my boyfriend with a girl. That's really me, ex- me, me saying I can't do it. I'm on maternity leave and I'll finish in, in the summertime is me extending and showing you my boundary. You proceeding to tell me a story is you saying, fuck this boundary. I need advice. These and I want you to be mindful. I'm going to ignore you either way, so I don't care what you're saying. OK, so it's not bothering me, but I want you to be mindful to when you talking to your friends and they got shit going on or they feel like that they can't they don't want to listen to your problems today. Any of y'all people who did this, I want y'all to know. Y'all will be the same type of people that will feel like if your friends can't do it for you or if they can't listen to you right now or pick you up from work, if any of them exercise their boundaries, they're not a good friend or they're trying to be smart or they selfish or they only care about themselves. Some people do not have the emotional capacity for what you are trying to give. Some people do not have the emotional capacity for you to be emotionally dumping on on them today. And it is perfectly fine. It is all right. The only people who will guilt trip you into creating your boundaries and doing what's best for you is the people who will benefit from you not extending them. The people who benefit from you being a doormat. The people who benefit from you overextending yourself. People would love if I had no, no boundaries. I would be in my messages giving advice all day. All day long. I would be driving myself into a hole of stress. My, my baby in my stomach, she called me yesterday. My daughter, she told me that she doesn't feel like hearing this shit every day. That's what she said specifically. She said, hey, mom, I know you love what you do. I know you are passionate about it. I know you love helping people. I don't always want to hear this Tyler Perry shit. I said, you know what, daughter? You know what? I agree. I agree. I can't, I can't listen to it every day either. We on the same page with that. So when y'all call y'all friends about y'all boyfriend that y'all complaining about for the hundredth time and she doesn't feel like hearing it, that does not mean she is not a good friend. 
It doesn't mean that she's a good friend or she's not there for you. Start focusing on how many times she has showed up for you. Start focusing on how many times a person has been there for you and has showed up instead of the one time that they not or can't. Because sometimes we be so wrapped up in what we going through and be wanting somebody to be there for us that we operating from a place of being way too emotional. It's okay. Allow people to have their boundaries and please respect them. You respecting somebody else's boundaries is a form of love. Somebody saying, no, I can't do this for you right now. You saying, okay, it's all right. I appreciate you anyway. That's a form of you showing, that's a form of love. Because a person that didn't love you will be like, well, when when can you do it for me? Well, when you going to be available? Well, when you you think you could do it tomorrow, a person that doesn't really care about what you got going on is going to figure out when can you do something that they need you to do that is beneficial for them. But a person who love you, start paying attention to that. Start paying attention to the people who say, you know, it's okay. Thank you anyway, or good looking out anyway, or I still appreciate you. A person who still feels the same way about you and still cares about you, even in the moments when you can't do something for them. God damn. Sheesh. Yes, I feel good letting y'all know that. Because I have so many of those messages and DMs. And I give and I give so much. And I feel like sometimes in the midst of me giving, people forget that I'm waking up every morning and I'm I'm also giving to myself. I'm giving to my child. I'm giving to my family. I'm giving to my dog. I'm tired of that dog though. And then I'm giving to, I'm de- and then I'm spending the majority of the day trying to give what I have to y'all. And that's not me ever complaining because I signed up for it. And I actually love what I do every day. I love talking to y'all. I love giving y'all advice for y'all Tyler Perry stories. A lot of this, I don't have a whole bunch of friends either. So sometimes y'all are my entertainment. Sometimes y'all are the ones making me laugh. Sometimes y'all sending me DMs checking on me and checking on my son and just saying, oh, I hope you having a good day. So I don't take none of that for granted or don't appreciate none of that. But I want us to be mindful of exercising our boundaries and not feeling guilty about it and not feeling bad when we can't come through for people that we always come through for, especially when we know our intentions and we know that we're a good person and we know if we could or if we had the emotional capacity, we would show up for them. So you creating your boundaries and you sticking to them is also a form of you loving yourself. That's also a form of you self-caring. A lot of y'all can't. And I and you know another thing that I want to say is. I get how hard the self-love journey is when you got to wake up every morning and go to work and you got to come home and you got to pick kids up from daycare and you got to cook dinner and get kids washed up and you ain't got no help and you ain't got nobody showing up for you and you ain't got nobody trying to lighten the load. I get how hard it is to find time to love yourself when you pouring so much into everybody else and you constantly get the short end of the stick. So I know I want to make sure that I'm also being mindful of that when I tell you guys about my self-care days, knowing that I work from home, mine going to be a, my, my self-care going to be a little bit different because I got a lot of free time to myself. And when I think about the times when I was at work and I did have a job, it wasn't, it, my self-care would be me coming home and trying to paint or just get some quiet time or listen to some music or clean up. I knew, I know that it was, it just wasn't enough time for me to show up for myself. It wasn't enough time for uh, for me to love me, but it was reflective in everything around me because I didn't have much to give. And that's why me being in relationships at that time was important because 
I was getting my love and my validation from the people I was laying next to. My love and my validation came from the relationships I was in. It came from my partners telling me I was beautiful or for my partners telling me they like my hair or I look nice today. I didn't know how to show up for myself in that capacity because I never had time to learn how to. I had to go to work at four in the morning. And then when I get off work, I got to pick his eye up and I got to get her something to eat and I got to get him washed up and I got to clean the house. Like it wasn't no time for me to figure out what the fuck do I like? And that's why I tell y'all in my first book, I hated being alone. Like I hated myself because I didn't know her. I didn't know what to do for her. I didn't know how to ha make her happy. I didn't know what she wanted. I didn't know what she was looking for. All I know is that when she was by herself, she felt lonely. She felt depressed. She felt like she didn't have nobody. She felt bored. Like she needed to do something. She needed to go out with her friends. She needed to drink. She needed to go text somebody. She needed to call somebody. When you don't know who you are, or what makes you happy or what you're passionate about or anything that you care about, you headed to a road of destruction because you're looking for all these temporary satisfactions and temporary enjoyment and fulfillment. Anything to just get you by for the day. Anything that could just get you by for right now. A bunch of little things that don't really mean nothing, but you know what? I'm going to get my fix with this for now. Figure, tapping in and figuring out. And not and not and figuring out what it is to make you feel meaningful and make you feel purposeful and not allowing anybody to tell you what that may look like for you as long as you are not doing anything that's detri detrimental to your growth and your happiness and you being happy um even if it's going to the gym you know finding things that make you feel good about you finding things that you you are pouring into yourself you maybe you reading a book maybe you're working out maybe you're doing some yoga doing things that are beneficial to your growth I promise you, you're going to start feeling better. And like I tell y'all on almost every episode, when I be telling y'all to go to the gym and stuff, or read a book, it's not always necessarily about the book or going to the gym. It's about saying that you was going to do something and you doing it. It's about you keeping a promise and you keeping a commitment to yourself and allowing that discipline to trickle over to every every, every other area in your life. It's some of us who be, and me included, and some of us who be saying we're going to go to the gym every day, then we're going to read a book every day and we don't do shit. Okay. The, allowing that discipline to trickle over in every other area in your life. Okay. And you will see how so many things start working out for you, how you are not so tempted by temptation, how you don't feel a need to text somebody in the middle of the night because you bored or you lonely, how you don't feel the need to be laid up with somebody that you know don't really care about you. How you don't feel the need to be going out with your girlfriends that you know just going freaking be getting you drunk, doing hookah, and freaking having a hangover. Girl, I don't know how you be doing it because I don't never be feeling like having a hangover child. Like, who the fuck want to feel that? Who want to feel awful? Who want to purposely feel awful? I don't know. Y'all know I had been stopped drinking. It took me one time to just be drunk, and I'm just like, ew. Like, I just feel too old for this. Um, I just felt way too old for this. Um... And it was no more drinks for me. Give me a lemon drop. That's my limit. Me having a lemon drop during dinner. Lemon drops will get me right. But anyways, um, I hope that y'all learned something from this episode. To anybody that's out there and they're trying to love themselves and they don't know where to start, start with something small. small. 
and, and understanding that your self-love journey is going to be looking different from other people's, whether it's you trying something new with your hair, with your nails, you journaling, you reading a book, you going to the gym, you waking up and deciding this is what I'm going to do for myself today. This is what I think will make me feel good today. And there's no right or wrong answer because your self-love, your self-care days and your self-love don't look like mine. And understanding it. My self-care might be a five-star restaurant. Yours might just be some peace and quiet and a good book. And them kids going to fuck to sleep at 8 o'clock. Okay? Your, your self-care might be them kids going with their daddy on the weekend. It might be you calling out of work and staying in the bed all day, not doing nothing but watching TV. I don't know what your self-care look like, but let me tell you something. Don't be feeling bad if it doesn't look like everybody else's or isn't as fancy and glamorous as everybody else's either. It might be you making yourself some breakfast today. I made, I got me a, I made me some salmon, some eggs, some grits. Um, I sliced up some cucumbers on my nice one of my fancy plates too today. Because as I not here, as I was dead. I did all of that on my nice fancy plate. I tried to take a picture of it. And I'm mad the picture didn't save. But that was me plating my, my food all nicely, having me a nice breakfast. I'm almost done watching Sex in the City. Laying in the bed, enjoying my breakfast, washing my dishes and taking my time. And that's, that was me self-caring today. And I'm going to lay back down. And there's nothing else that I plan to do. And that's my, that's my self-care that I did for today. Um, do I feel like I should have did more or could have been better? Nope. This is what I felt like it would take to satisfy me. So I want anybody that's listening, to right, now, listening right now to do what it takes to satisfy you and make you feel good. Um, and making sure that we are not entertaining things and we're not engaging things that don't got nothing to do with where we're going. Some of this should just be a whole waste of time. Some of the conversations you having, the people that you talk to, that what you, the people who text you what you're doing every day, the people who call your phone and don't want shit, some of this don't got nothing to do with where we're going. Okay? At all. Let it go. Let it go or take a break or get some space from it. And don't feel bad. Anyways... I hope everybody has have has a good self-care Saturday because it is not Sunday, it is Saturday. And y'all know I love dropping the episodes on self-care Sunday, but I realize that everybody, every day could be a self-care day for you. It don't even got to be on Sundays. Um, so if you have work today or you're not, hopefully you find a, a little bit of time to love yourself today or love yourself a little more. Or maybe you loving you is going to inspire somebody else to love themselves a little bit more. And I hope everybody has a good day.